1: This show is brought to you by Prize Picks. PrizePix Picks is a revolutionary new daily fantasy game whereby you pick two, three, or four players to go over or under their fantasy point projections, and if you're correct, you win. Pick two or more players from the same sport or league or go cross leagues for your parlay. Use the promo code FIVE, that's F-I-V-E, FIVE, and receive a 100% instant deposit match up to a $100. But first, sign up at PrizePicks.com to start winning today. u Wheel Fix is a wheel repair and refinishing company located in North Miami with 15 years experience. Fix bent or cracked wheels damaged on the streets of South Florida. Fast turnaround times on most repairs and we even offer loaner wheels while we fix or refinish your wheels so you can keep your car on the road without interruption. Are your wheels faded or peeling? u Wheel Fix offers... Complete refinishing back to factory standards. Bored with the look of your wheels, U-Brake Wheel Fix offers 5,000 different finishes to customize the look of your wheels. Don't spend money on new wheels when you can renew them at U-Brake Wheel Fix. U-Brake Wheel Fix offers a full line of custom wheels and tires for every vehicle application. We offer in-house repair and complete vehicle customizations. Call U-Brake Wheel Fix today at 305-748-0112 or online at ubrakewheelfix.com. That's the letter u Breakwheelfix.com. We're on social media can be found at You on Google, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Yelp. Mention Five Reasons Sports when you call and receive 10% off your repair.
0: Welcome to Three Yards per Carry, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon.
1: And we're on and welcome to another edition of three yards per carry. I'm Alfredo Arteaga. I have Chris Kaufman here. Simon Clancy was not able to be with us because of a manscaped accident. No, no, that's not what happened. He's he got his ball slipped. Yes. No, he's dealing he's dealing with a with another issue, which of course brings us to Manscape. So I'll do the ad. You know, you you know the the drill. Chris, uh, Chris, by the way, have you gotten your your kit? Your Not machine? yet.
0: What I'm, the hell's going on? I'm, I'm you gotta wait, talk to, I don't you know. Talk about I'm that. waiting for it. You know. You know what was funny is I was um I was getting those uh those shady text messages from uh that are that are like um you know give you a link to follow that are like hey you the USPS has a package for you this is your last chance to get it. Mm-hmm. um yes and they gotta like you know it's it's definitely like it's definitely shady it's definitely like spearfishing types of <laughs> stuff but i was i've been waiting for this manscaping thing for so long <laughs> that i'm like maybe it's real <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe i had to check actually i had to check with like you know with with ethan and be like uh is it possible? You know, is this is this waiting for me at the USPS? Should I, should I follow this link? He's like, no, you're definitely gonna get like your identity stolen <laughs> if you follow yeah. that link. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, get, get a hold of Ethan and ask him. You know, where's your ball toner? Where's your 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 lawnmower 3.0? Where is your
0: ball deodorant? The all important I'm ball deodorant. Some. You
1: live in Florida for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? I'm
0: gonna need some man. I'm... <clears throat> So, uh, well you know we we gotta we all gotta prepare for uh for for when we get to come out of our caves and uh and like start going out again in 2022 in 2022 you know and um i think that uh you know having the lawnmower having having some ball toner and uh uh getting used to it getting into routine that'll uh let me hit the ground running
1: yeah, I definitely like you know it's it's it is playing some tricks on me because I watched the other. You don't day. want
0: a, you don't want a piece of equipment like that playing tricks on you down there.
1: No, no, and of course the promo code is five R S N get twenty percent off your Manscaped order, and you know that's pretty good twenty percent off on what is their whole that's- kit. Is that's quite
0: the uh, haircut like, on the price
1: yeah it's like a 25 dollars savings so yeah it's absolutely worth it use we're five,
0: practically giving you money for your balls
1: yes five r s n yeah and you were talking about you know like losing it a little bit the other day i had like what has to be characterized as a senior moment i watched <laughs> n city chiefs run out of the end zone right and yep. I look at the stands and they were like kind of empty. And I'm like, man, this is a pretty shitty crowd for the defending champs. <laughs> and, and it really took me like about 50 seconds. And then I realized, oh, oh, yeah, you realize yeah, it I forgot. Yeah.
0: Meanwhile, I'm like, you know, that's about a normal crowd for a USF game, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but well, Dolphins play the 49ers and we'll get into it a little bit later on mm-hmm. in this show, but. This week, I'm, I'm prepared to say, it. I don't think this was Brian Flores' finest week, okay? Mm. Everybody piled on this week. They want to know when the rookie's going to play. It doesn't help that Justin Herbert looks great, okay? Mm. And that Joe Burrow looks extremely competent, even while his team is, is attempting to kill him, okay? Especially that offensive line. By the way, you thought our offensive line was bad last year? That Bengal offensive line is is horrific. It's almost criminal what they're doing to that kid.
0: You know, can I just say something, though, about that, about that situation? You know, and and this this goes for Justin Herbert as well. Mm -hmm. And and that's just, you know, two words, you know, one one name, really Daniel Jones. Um, Yeah. You know, he he came out there. You know, everybody thought that he was he was fantastic in his in his rookie year. Like, obviously, we all got it wrong. And I mean, he was widely panned, let's be honest yes um just as just as josh allen was widely panned um coming out you know daniel jones was widely panned including by me and uh and many others and he came out his rookie year and it was like you know wow this guy is actually you know pretty good and and all that so um and then this year he's he's been atrocious yeah (laughs) he's been really really bad
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and if you like to do if you like to do what I like to do, which is like you know start you know you know sneaking around the the blogs of rival teams, mm-hmm. go check out the giant blogs. They're starting yep. to think. Maybe oh, they're
0: thinking twice.
1: Yeah, they're thinking. You know what? If we get the first overall pick, we just have to right. take Lawrence.
0: Yes, I, I think. Well, you know that's that's something that Lawrence will do to you, right? That's um, because everybody's looking at him and being like well okay you know even even we're even even that started happening on dolphins twitter like uh what happens if the texans get the number one overall pick do you take do you take trevor lawrence or do you trade the trade the pick for you know a bunch uh, a treasure trove of of draft picks and and, you know, even even I, you know, as as much as I love to a tongue of ILO, my answer is you draft Trevor Lawrence and you have the two duke it out <laughs> yeah. and then you uh, and then you trade the other. one. You know, if if you hit on both of them, then the trade value will hold um, because yeah, somebody people, was somebody was arguing with me see that. Uh,
1: yeah, somebody was arguing me on Twitter and I, and I told them, look, what do you think Justin Herbert is worth today right now? Yeah, it's yeah. worth two first round picks right now.
0: Yeah, probably. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if somebody would do it. If but, New England um,
1: liked them, like if New England liked them, they would. Offer well, too.
0: Yeah, like too round. late first round picks, maybe. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, but still, I mean, if he, you know, people talk about like, oh, well, you're not going to hold the losers. You're gonna. You're be lucky to get a third rounder or something like that, or a second rounder. Well, first off, Josh Rosen, we gave a second rounder for that guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, it'll be at least a second rounder. But it if the guy is good, if, if he's actually, you know, Josh Rosen, we gave a second rounder for him and he wasn't good. He was awful, 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 historically awful, awful. historically awful. in his rookie year. Um, And, and you know what, that we weren't way out of line with the market with what the market market would bear on that either. So um, he would, if, if you hit on both of them, they're going to hold unless to his hip, you know, just car crash, unsuccessful career it all all went tits up then then i think um then he won't obviously he won't hold his value but in that case aren't you glad you drafted trevor lawrence Absolutely. <laughs> so I, I i mean that's i don't see any downside for it here i think that you you corner the market on i mean I'm, i know i'm going way off track here but I, I think you corner the market on two of the best quarterbacks to come out in the last you know however many years and, uh, and then, and then, you know, let's say you did hit on both of them, but you just decide, you know, Hey, one's a little bit better than the other. You get to decide where the other one goes.
1: Absolutely. In
0: other words, the NFC <laughs> yeah
1: far, far away.
0: <laughs> and, and instead, if you don't draft him, you, you know, trade the picks. I guess if you trade the pick with Trevor Lawrence, you also get to decide where he goes, but you're also trying to get the maximum, you know, cause that's, if you're trading that pick, you want huge amounts of rewards for that right yeah, like pro- you want, possibly so, even a player yeah yeah so so you're trying player. to you're really trying to maximize that like in, in, when you're trading that pick so you might not you might find yourself like having to trade them to somewhere in the afc where you're going to see them again and um god no, thankfully not the afc east you wouldn't be that dumb hopefully but um but still so I think fast forward and after those two duke it out, you know, you could trade him, trade the loser off to the NFC somewhere and, and just get away with it. And it's not and it's okay. Um, I don't see any real downside to it. But um, you know, that but that's even we're talking Trevor Lawrence is that good, even we're talking about it. And we have Tua Tungamailo, we're tickled tickle of <laughs> shit about him. So
1: Yeah. And back to Tua. Yeah, I don't think this was a great look for brian flores this week it looked like he was excuse making and just trying to think of things to say you know because in what respect well he never really came out and said oh he's just not ready it was through intermediaries and sources say he's just not ready right now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he brought out that if he was my kid which you know come on Mm -hmm. you know what i mean if they were all your kids okay you know it's pretty dangerous for everybody else too
0: yeah. Well, he said – no, he, he did say that in his defense, though. He said, I treat them all like they're all my kids. Right. Yeah, so but
1: you still play them. <laughs> you yeah, know? right. You still so It's them. still football. They still get paid. It's a violent sport. I don't know why, you know, you have to make a special case for this guy. He should just say, okay, I don't think he gives us the best chance to win. And if you believe it, mm-hmm. great. If you're lying, okay, then, you know, to hell with it. It's, you know, it's it's your prerogative. You probably have it in your head when you want to play him, And mm. now is not the time. And you're not going to care what anybody else thinks. But yeah. it's everywhere. It's on ESPN. It's on NFL Network. It's they're even talking about it on Fox Sports 1. And I don't think Fox Sports 1 not has ready? mentioned the Dolphins in like 15 years.
0: That so, is not ready. Is that what they're talking about?
1: Well, they're all saying, you know, why isn't Tua playing? Oh, and if he's not playing, it's because obviously he's not ready. So right. they're creating their own narratives. And I don't know if, you know, somebody was asking me, you know, these narratives that, that keep, you know, popping up out there, like you got to squash them. And I'll mm-hmm. go back to something that Eric Spoelstra said a couple of days ago when somebody started asking him about the perception of how they played in the first two games. And he said, you got to understand, we really don't give a shit what you think about us.
0: But doesn't that apply in this situation? Because why should he have to go out and quash narratives if he really doesn't give a shit about what what they're all saying? Because I, I, I got to tell with you, you,
1: one million percent, I got to you know, the there's fans, there's I, the fans want him to do it.
0: I know the fans want him to do it, but he doesn't. He he kind of that's the thing he made clear when he was talking about how you know if if, if Tua were his kid, he wouldn't want. He was saying he wouldn't want uh, Tua to be pushed into starting by the media, you know, by the, by the, by the fans of the media and stuff like that. Like he goes in when we decide he goes in, you know, that's what, that's what he was, he was really saying. But, you know, I think there was another, I think there were two flavors to that. I think there was one, if, when we decide to put him in, it's going to, be because we just, des- we decided to put him in It's damn well, not going to be because you decided that you, he needed to go in. Right. Yeah. Um, It's like, he was saying that, and he was, He's throwing that down to the media right there. Like you don't, you don't get a say in this and, um, and whatever you say, we don't give a shit about it. And then actually Eric Spolster, that's what he was saying when he went off on that rant, I think. And, and so I, I think that's okay. Uh, I think that's, um, that's a fine thing, but I think the second flavor, the second thing that's going on is, you know, there probably is a little bit of, um, a medical, Thing happening here you know he's he's fully cleared and and everything and uh, but I said before the season because the, uh, this is what I was told and I think that I think that just because he's fully cleared just because he's fully healthy just you know all of that doesn't mean that when they take him back in that you know fancy ass sports analytics medical trainer room and and do the camera stuff where, you know, they're measuring all these angles and measuring your, your range of motions and your, your flexibility and, and uh, hip strength and stuff like that. It doesn't mean all that's coming out at 100%, you know, and maybe nope. it's not. And, um, and maybe, maybe there's a timeline that they're thinking that it's going to be as good as it, as, as it, you know, is going to get. And maybe we're not quite there yet. Uh, or maybe we're only just getting there now and, and sort of, you know, he's, he's still just not quite ready. Like if I were his coach, yeah. Would, and, and say, say my trainers were um, hypothetically speaking, telling me that uh, that he'll probably be around full strength around week five. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and would I be in a hurry to, to throw him right in there at week five? You know, I don't know not really (laughs) maybe maybe give him maybe give him an extra week or two or something like that you know that's 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 just me that's what i'm saying and i think that maybe there's there's a little bit of a medical angle here um but i know for damn sure what there's not and there's not some sort of protecting him from the media angle there's not some sort of uh we don't want him to get in there and then you know he's gonna against a good team and then he's gonna throw interceptions and then the media is gonna turn on him and stuff like that they couldn't give two shits about that okay (laughs) um it's it's medical it's medical and it is you know it's playbook and um (laughs) I hate to use this term but I mean when it comes to Tua when it comes to Tua and playbook and like you know the game versus practice and stuff like that this was true at Alabama this was true at Alabama as well he shows it in the games you know he's he has a gamer aspect to him I mean because you know there's a reason that he wasn't starting right away uh i mean his competition is a guy who's not even a quarterback in the nfl i, I don't i don't think is jalen hurts officially going to be a quarterback i don't know mm-hmm. i i know he just he, got he used a couple of him.
1: snaps last week against the 40 yeah but he, he it was him. like
0: i thought he caught a pass or something like you know is yeah so anyway yeah. um yeah it that was there was this competition and and they didn't put him in there um and the reason is because you know it's he he was coming along he was he was taking some time, and um and I think that uh, when they put him in the game, in the national championship, it was like holy shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it was so. I think that's I, I think he's always had that about him. Um, ever since and and it was it went all the way back to the Elite Eleven competition. You know, yeah. when you put when you put the dialed up that competition all of a sudden he was lights out, um, you know, but during the teaching segments and and stuff like that, it was like, you know, ah, you really need to improve. And um, yeah. So I, th- I think that I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they're going to be a little surprised themselves when he goes in and he looks better than they thought he was like, Oh, he's coming along and, you know, he'll, he'll get his feet wet and stuff like that. And then like go in and like, three touchdowns or something like that you know like that's that's just the way he is
1: yeah and in training camp and I could tell the I could tell our listeners this because you know I said it then and I can reinforce it now there were times where he looked awesome and I'm talking about Mm. awesome as in as good as anything you've ever seen playing quarterback in the NFL awesome and then he had other practices where you were like okay that's a bad decision right there Tua and Whoa! You know, what are you thinking? Throwing that pass?
0: Yeah, or he missed. You know, he missed the ball, or he missed the pass, or something like that. You know?
1: Yeah. So you know, there there was some some rookie ish things going on in training camp. So maybe they're trying to work out all of those kinks. And when he goes in, you know, he's going in for good. Now his teammates have been good soldiers about this because Devontae, who's who's having a hell of a year, and and it's not because of his numbers. Okay, it's because of his press conference. He's giving great press conference this year. Okay, <sighs> everything that comes Latte. out of his mouth is exactly what we've wanted for the last five years. They asked right. him, you know, they asked him, okay, why didn't you come out of the game? It was like, because I'm not going to miss any more time. And he he showed up against Seattle, a team that he needed to show up against and put yeah. up good numbers. And he was asked about that, and he said, the quarterback is whoever Brian Flores tells me the quarterback is. I will run routes for either guy. So mm-hmm. he's being the good soldier about it. There is no rumblings in the locker room. So I don't know if I had to bet, I would say this is a tall order this Sunday, you know, God bless him. You know, if Fitzpatrick goes out there and throws up a, a great, you know, great game mm-hmm.
0: and we win, you, he could always do. I mean, of I, course, I don't think this certainly this is a weekend defense and we've got to, we've got to get into the 49ers because that's what the episode is about. But, um, this is a weakened defense i i i can say that um, from what i've seen of them this is not the same 49ers defense from no. a year ago
1: missing both defensive ends and and right. a defensive tackle so that's three that's three from their front set
0: yeah i mean so first off no DeForest buckner um, mm-hmm. you know that's a huge change from a year ago nick bose is out um and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but D Ford is out now, right? And, okay, so yeah, uh, so
1: make it four guys because Solomon Thomas is out for the year.
0: Solomon Thomas is out. Yes. Um yeah, yeah, it's it's Guess, uh,
1: guess who and don't look it up. Don't don't look it up. Guess who was slated to start at left defensive end for the 49ers on Sunday?
0: Uh oh, I, I do know this, and I'm not looking it up. I'm okay. not looking it up. It is our friend deon jordan absolutely <laughs> yes i okay i i want i want a reward for getting that but um but yeah no i see i did my homework a little bit and the right um, end
1: is ezekiel Ansah, which is pretty nice that they went out there yeah
0: and they, they, and they just got him too right <laughs> yes like so three, I, something they're,
1: like they're that. trying
0: to they're ju- they're just trying to they're they're trying to piecemeal it and and roll f- forward but R- richard sherman is not he's not playing right no no. no, I mean he played only the one game. He played only the the week one. Um, yeah, it's a
1: really really weakened. Defense. I mean, yeah, it's it's just You're missing about five starters and like two rotation players.
0: Yeah, it, I'm telling you, it's it's not, you know, it's it's not your uh, it's not your last year's. It's not the 49ers I went and saw in the Super Bowl against the uh, the Chiefs. Yes, um, and you know, and you but, know what I but, think
1: about Nick Bosa. Not having Nick Bosa is a huge leg up.
0: Right. I mean, you know, selfishly,
1: selfishly, I did want to see Nick Bosa score off against Austin Jackson, you know? Yeah. You know, well, you
0: know, who's who they also have, though, Um, that that's also playing some some minutes here is uh, is Jamar Taylor. Yes. Our other friend Jamar Taylor. (laughs) So, um, you know, that's going to be interesting. Now, that said, when I when when I watch them, even though even though they're not the 49ers from defense from last year, I was a little bit surprised at, at the kind of the push that they're able to get in on the defensive front. And the thing to keep in mind is that they have Javon Kinlaw and they have, um, you know, uh, Eric Armstead. Yes. And they have, you know, uh, DJ Jones is stalwart. Right. I mean, uh, we know that. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, don't knock Kerry Hyder. I mean, Carrie Hyder's always gotten pressure uh, in his career. No, and so, they dug
1: up and they dug up Quan Alexander out of somewhere to rush yeah. off the edge. So,
0: yeah, right, exactly. So, <laughs> so well, I it mean, it like Quan. He's not really going to rush that much, but I mean, it's um their pass rushers is, you know, it's it's Kerry Hider and De- well, but now but now also Dion Jordan's and Dion Jordan and and uh, Ezekiel Anza. Um So I mean whatever is happening there um they also have kevin gibbons i didn't realize they had kevin Givens. he's good i like him um but yeah i mean so the, they were getting a surprising amount of, but you know what they're also doing they're they're showing a lot of blitz pressure um and so i, I you know that's that's something that you have to get ready for uh they're gonna they're gonna if I, wouldn't you if if you were playing ryan fitzpatrick wouldn't you go after him absolutely i would i mean i
1: (laughs) well you got to think about who you're going to be facing on the offensive line like austin jackson is sure touch and go whether he's going to play or not now there's been some good news but you know the bad news is that he wasn't practicing you know as Mm. late as as today and today is thursday so you know one more day he doesn't practice on friday it's been the mo of this coaching staff you don't practice on friday you don't play
0: yeah, I don't I don't think I, I quite frankly if he's not practiced already I'm, I'm, I don't think he's gonna play although he's an um, offensive
1: lineman like you know those guys you know what are yeah. they really doing right now
0: you know he's also a rookie and I just I just don't know if I see Brian Flores pushing it um but I mean if you Eric Armstead if you if you, to get you know um, technical about it, uh, he plays more on the other side, so um, right. I mean, he's he's not he wouldn't be matching up against uh, what's his name um, Austin Jackson's replacement. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, what's kind of interesting is that forgetting his week-
0: name. What's his name, Alf?
1: <laughs> Julian Davenport.
0: <laughs> okay, it's easy. Oh, that's why I forgot his name. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah.
1: that might not even happen because Eric. Well, the, the word is. You know, and, you know, it, it, nobody really knows. But Jesse Davis has come out and said, yes, I have had I have practiced at left tackle this week.
0: Oh, and, wow.
1: And Robert Hunt has come out and said, yes, I'm practicing at left tackle, too.
0: At left tackle?
1: Yes. And he, oh. did. I did see him in training camp get a few snaps at left tackle. They tried him at left tackle and right tackle. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're planning on some type of reworking of the offensive line just for this game.
0: You know what, my gut tells me on that one Mm -hmm. that Eric Armstead plays on on over right tackle. You're going to want somebody that you can depend on blocking Eric Armstead, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't just want to throw somebody in there that's like a big question mark against the best player. Um, So my gut tells me that what's happening is Julian Davenport is potentially so bad
1: (laughs) that they're thinking about playing Robert Hunt at left tackle
0: that they're like, okay, we need to, at least we need to line up our emergency options. Like we have to, we, there may be a point after the first quarter or something like that. where we're just like, we can't do this. We just can't do this. And, and we need to have option number two and maybe even option number three. They, have, um,
1: they do have a lot of options, if you really think about it. Eric Flowers could kick out to left Eric tackle. Flowers
0: could, but he doesn't practice there. So, no. you know, that's what kind of throws a monkey around into that. And, you know, Eric, Eric might also say, you know, I don't want to do that. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I don't want to so, do that. I'm having a good time playing left guard. Yeah. Making some he money. He is having a good
0: time, isn't he? <laughs> 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 but uh, ser- seriously, like, I think I think that the the plan probably will be to have Julian Davenport out there, but it's like, we need to have options two and three because this might not go so well, even if it's. So it'll you know, be the the old Ronald Reagan, and, uh, uh and Jordan. Yeah, the old
1: Ronald Reagan plan, which is trust but verify, and trust but verify might be three snaps.
0: Trust but have two backup plans.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so. So yeah, yeah. that's this, that's my gut. Yeah. Although let, let's let's just do some very quick housekeeping as far as this team, and then we can close with. Predictions on this team, what's your most disappointing unit? Because I have one that is so clear, and I don't know if we might have the same one.
0: Hmm, boy, that's an interesting question. Um, because you know, the running backs, I, you wouldn't say they've been, I mean, Jordan Howard is maybe the most disappointing player.
1: The running backs have been milk toast,
0: I would yeah, say. they, yeah, but, but I mean, but I mean we can't complain if, if we complain about miles, what miles Gaskin is putting out at this point, then it sounds like, you know, uh, you were never high on him and you're never going to be, I mean, he, he's done all right. Yeah. Um, and I like what of, uh, I genuinely what like what Matt Braid has put out. So yes.
1: uh, he needs the ball more, but what was it that the Jeff Ireland said one, one time that we have a bunch of twos, threes and fours. I think that's what we, yeah, had, yeah, at running yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: that could be, but and I wouldn't call, I still wouldn't say that they're a disappointing unit. Um, Certainly, somewhere on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's that's definitely. I'm the happiest with the
1: offensive of line. I can say that right now. So disqualify them.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, versus expectations, absolutely. Um, I guess, I guess, it's it's got to be the secondary for me because, Bingo. um, you know, it's they they came in so well paid <laughs> and well well pedigreed, um, that you know to to have. Byron Jones come out right away in Game One and and, and just it's a disaster. You know, and then and then of course you got Noah Igmanagene on on Ig, Igmo Island, like you know, with the <laughs> busiest airport in the world. And um and you've got you know Xavier Xavier Howard even getting yeah toasted and then Xavier the Howard game. fooling
1: the fans last week by getting an interception in the end zone celebrating and nobody noticing that he's given up yardage by the bushel. Like yeah, I Seattle. mean.
0: And that's, you know, that's, that can be him sometimes, but, um, but yeah. And then, and then the secondary, the secondary communication really is, Yes. I mean, Bobby, Bobby McCain, the guy that I love to pick on, uh, because I don't think he should be playing there. I just think, I just think he's not going to hold up physically. And also, you know, there's going to be times he's going to be exposed for his size. Um, he's actually played really well. Mm-hmm. it's it's just but the communication elsewhere brandon jones is often in the wrong seems like he's in the wrong spot i i'm not a coach i can't say for sure but certainly other players on players are like why weren't you there um yeah, when, when so, everybody's
1: zigging and he's zagging, yeah it's yeah not I mean, the other I, guys Come Unless on. he's it's... playing he's playing his defense perfectly. Yeah, and, have, and we is. have five other clowns out there yeah. with him, you know? Yeah,
0: which you know who knows? But um, <laughs> Maybe that's possible. Yeah, that's possible. But and then, you know, Nick Needham clearly has not taken a step up from last year. In fact, yeah. I think he's playing like I think he's playing, like, the beginning of the year, Nick Needham, and not, like, the second half of the year, Nick Needham. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jamal Perry, uh, up and down. I think he's been all right in some moments, but, um, but you know, in other moments it's just like, why do we have Jamal Perry out there? How did, we, how did we pay this entire secondary, build this entire secondary to end up with Jamal Perry out there for all of the snaps? Yes. I mean, that that's, gets depressing. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I guess I hear you, secondary. Yeah,
1: it hasn't been good. It, it just hasn't been good. Uh, you know, but
0: what's been what's been your – I mean, aside from the offensive line, though, like, is anything on the defense surprised to the good?
1: Hmm. You know what? Jerome Baker has played one good game all year. Yeah. I wanted him to be better. I thought he uh, played two. I think Emmanuel Agba has played well the last couple of weeks, but he got off to a terrible start. Shaq Lawson yeah. is just, you know.
0: Yeah he's just Agba and Lawson are just kind of there. Yeah. Well, Lawson or Lawson, sorry. Um, Agba has been a little bit more than there, as you said, in the last two games, I think that they played like a certain way, like the games, the games played out a certain way that, that, uh, accentuated his, uh, strengths. Mm -hmm. And you know,
1: Raekwon Davis uh, losing snaps as of late.
0: Yeah. I think there's a reason for that though just based on you know what I've seen him play
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I don't even, think even against the I don't think he's got it there
1: yeah so you know he, yeah he has some growing to do I think he
0: doesn't yeah I think um, probably as a group the, it's a little disappointing that the rookies are shaking out to be the worst players on defense yeah um you know between between Noah Iggbengany Brandon Jones and Raquan Davis uh, you would hope that you'd hope that maybe somebody would just be shockingly good as a rookie um that's not happened uh but i've been pleasantly surprised by on the defensive line by zach sealer and um and christian wilkins christian wilkins is having a nice year um mm-hmm. he's he's having a nice step up year
1: yeah and and i, ta- I said this on twitter the other day like you know people got to relax with this okay you drafted christian wilkins what do we take him what 14th or 13th overall mm-hmm People got to relax with expecting him to become Aaron Donald or Fletcher Cox, right? Just because we took him in the first round. No, if this guy plays for us for 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. This was really, really a successful pick. Look, Tim Bowens was not Aaron Donald or Fletcher Cox, but I wouldn't trade Tim Bowens, career for mm-hmm. thousands of other guys. Okay. And he's not going to no hall of fame. He's not even going in our ring of honor.
0: But- yeah. I don't think, I just don't think Christian Wilkins, he's not a strong pass rusher. No. I mean, he was in the college level and in the NFL level. That's like mediocre. The know?
1: hope was that he would be a Fletcher Cox type.
0: Yeah, you know. Well, that's we'll see. Hope. I mean, it's still, there's still time. There's still there time. Yeah. But um, he's, I, either way, he's having a good year. I mean, he's he's really he's really having a, a nice year. Yeah, and he's um,
1: impacting games at, at times too. So, and also,
0: I have to say that Kyle Van Noy to me has been everything that I thought we got when we paid for him.
1: Yeah, he's been solid. Yeah,
0: I think so, even though at times you know people are like, oh, I missed this tackle or whatever. Um, I, th- I think you know just the intelligence game that he's showing out there is really, I mean, it's what it's why they bought him. That's they're and he's, he's there Hill, to help them.
1: And Kyle Grucher Hill has given has you know goosed that that linebacking core, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. Although it's disappointing that they're not using him as much as I thought, like when he came in. When he came in in place of a struggling, uh, Landon Roberts, um, and, and you got, you, against the Jags, and you, you kind of got a sense like, oh, maybe he's gonna, maybe he's gonna replace a Landon Roberts Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just keep seeing a lot. In this last game, I just kept seeing a Landon Roberts out there fucking up. I mean, he's the worst graded, he's the worst graded player on the defense. He made one
1: play when when he almost killed uh, Chris Carson, but, yeah, you know, Chris Carson returned to the game, so you know, yeah. So I've been disappointed,
0: accomplish. obviously, with Landon Roberts. I think. Everybody yeah, that
1: has. was a mistake. I think that that's that was that was a mistake. Unless you know, unless we trading hit, Raekwon. Yeah, unless we hit so huge with that fourth round pick that you know.
0: Yeah, I know. It's it's hard to it's kind of hard to imagine.
1: Yeah, but obviously he's been missed. Okay, and yeah. he's been missed in in all regards, really. So. All right, let's let's pick the I'm gonna let's pick two games, okay? And of course this is by my bookie, and the promo code for my bookie is three yards. You heard the ad at the top of the show. A couple of games, and we're gonna touch on this. Of course, we have you know five rings on the network and they're gonna be all over this game. But I was shocked. And I don't know, I don't know if you've watched Clemson this year, but you have an idea of what they have on that roster. And you have an idea of what Miami has on the roster, but Clemson is a fourteen-point favorite against number seven Miami with Derek King. I don't know. Uh, explain to me why I'm not like <laughs> emptying out a bank account and putting it on the Hurricanes because I could see them lose by ten.
0: Well, actually, so I don't know. I I think that they're either gonna, I think they're either gonna win the game, mm-hmm. like or lose by a lot really <laughs> yeah i think i think i think that's going to be the way that it goes that's a, you know has either
1: snack for every once in a while even playing against teams that are ranked like last year against north carolina mm-hmm. like that was a weak performance and north carolina was in that game toward the end of the game
0: well, didn't they have a game no i'm thinking of maybe the week the year before so they had a they had a syracuse game but i think it might have been in uh in 2018 actually but yeah, yeah. um a game against Syracuse where it was like what the hell just happened (laughs) yeah um no I I I don't think they're gonna that's that's not gonna be them in in this game because this is a big game for them they know this Mm. is a big game like Mm. Miami is legit top 10 you know number seven there is what I'm saying but um you know they're a really good team so I think that I think they're gonna be up for it I just think that Miami, it may not matter. I really like their coach. I really like Rhett Lashley, and I've always really liked him since he was um, he was tied at the hip with uh, with what's his name, uh, Gus Malzahn. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I I I, I tend to think it's either going to be you know either Clemson is really going to take care of business and it is going to be by more than that fourteen points, or Miami's just going to have this. They're going to take it.
1: Well, the Eric King has just looked great all year. And he's actually surprised me with his arm strength because I, I don't remember him having that much arm strength at Houston, but he evidently it's there like he gets it. He whips it all over the field. Yeah, so I'm, I'm completely confused by that game. I'm, I'm tempted not to to not even pick it. What would you think? Which side would you take plus 14 minus 14?
0: um i'd go with the safe i'd go with the safe um bet and take the take the fake and, and take, take clemson, the minus like 47 yeah, take, to 35 yeah uh well um no that, that doesn't get it no that doesn't get it no i th- i think i um, i'm gonna take i'm gonna take the safe bet and go with clemson here the safer bet to me um, yeah, i'm not and even go gonna
1: clemson. pick it i'm completely confused uh, on yeah
0: the, well it's like i said though and you know i could see miami you know maybe i'll bracket it maybe i'll 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 take miami i'll take miami uh on the money line and um and then throw in a throwing a hedge bet of clemson minus 14 because you know, i don't you think,
1: uh, ums i don't think i'm gonna get middle um's offense is really good and if you think they're gonna lose that over under of 62 is a gimme mm. you know like that's an easy over i would mm. say now watch them play a 17 to 14 game.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm probably gonna be on that over that over 62. That feels good to me. Yeah. All right, dolphins I can, I 49ers. Can see it. Dolphins 49ers, man. This is a rough spot. The 49ers is... defense is weakened, so it's not what I thought it would be. I th- when the season kicked off, I felt I'm this close. could be one of those really bad Sundays. It could still be a bad Sunday because our defense hasn't played all that great this year. But, man, can Fitzpatrick summon it once again? Because if he doesn't, I really do feel as if Tua bailoa plays the following week against Denver. What do you think?
0: I think so.
1: And the line on that one is Niners' nine-point favorites. Over-under is 51-and-a-half, which I'm surprised by.
0: I'm not, you know, I love, I, I really liked the 49ers last year. Um, I didn't like them to win the super bowl. I thought the and chiefs were going to do that, but. um, I'm not as scared of them right now. And You know what I'm saying? I'm not scared of the 49ers. I'm scared of the, the, the road trip. Hmm. That's the only thing that I'm scared of for the Miami dolphins, because the other road trip that they had, Um, at least, you know, this, this year they went up, they went up to new England and came out there and just looked flat. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and that's, that concerns me. That concerns me because if that's what they're going to go on on this East to West coast and they're going to come out there and look flat, um, then, then it's, it's over. But if I'm just looking at matchups and stuff like that, I trust you know their number one rep- weapon is George Kittle. We know that, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know everybody knows that. Um, I kind of trust Eric Rowe to 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 blanket him. I do, and uh, because I think I think he's playing well. Eric Rowe is, and I think that um, that he has the ability to do that. You know, and and the Miami Dolphins ha- have a kind of a tendency on defense. To where they'll they will isolate that up and and you know just ask him to do that and um and I I think that he can and on the other side of it look at the corners that San Francisco is trying to field this is like the Jags game when I was like you know look at the matchups Mike Gesicki against um against some of the, the the smaller players in the Jacksonville secondary and then look at our big tall Devonte Parker Preston Williams wide receivers against their Mickey Mouse corners mm-hmm. um you know, the, the 49ers have Mickey mouse corners, uh, with the exception of, I think Dante Johnson and, um, but I mean, otherwise, you know, not, not too big and, and not too, too impressive. And, um, and so I think, you know, it's not like, well, I mean, I'm talking about Jason Verrett, you know, Jason Verrett's tiny Quan Williams, you know, he's, he's tiny. Um, so so yeah i think we match up pretty well and i think that we can win this game
1: okay so you have them so, winning there
0: yeah i mean unless unless they just come out like completely flat because of the road trip and i think i think i have a feeling brian flores is driving them fucking crazy right now because of their one and three record so they're they're probably not going to come out flat i'm going to say mm-hmm. i don't think they're going to be lax about this i think that they were being driven up a wall heading into that Jags game. And I think that they're being driven up a wall again because of the, um, because of the loss this week. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go for the win.
1: Yeah. And I think that if you get good Fitzy, I think the dolphins are in this game till late. And what gives me, you know, what, you know, makes me feel good about the game is the San Francisco offense. Yes. They're getting people back. We saw last week how Brandon Ayuk looked so good. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. They're getting people back and but they're not high powered. And look at what's happened to them this year. You gotta consider the Buffalo Bills high powered, a high powered offense. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Seattle's offense is the second best in the NFL. They average thirty seven points a game. Dolphins give up thirty-one to them.
0: So yeah, but it was all in the last, you know. Yeah. It, it wasn't like that for most of the game, but it was a fist fight.
1: OK, that fight, it, was a fi- it
0: was a fist fight for most of the game.
1: Yeah, and they played Seattle hard. And I know yeah. that people want to say, no, Seattle was traveling to the East Coast. It does not affect them. I had the stat. I posted it on Twitter. The rest of the West, OK, meaning all the teams that play out West are 20 and 19 coming to the East Coast. And remember, coming to the East Coast, you could add in the Jets and so forth. Russell Wilson, okay, has only had one loss coming east, and it was against Miami, all right? He's 10-1 and now coming east. So Seattle has figured something out as far as going across the country. They're the only team with a winning record. So I don't know. I think the Dolphins, I think they get good Fitzy, and I think good Fitzy is enough because I don't think the 49ers are the type of team to hang 35 on us so that'll keep us close and we win it late with a field goal let's say 26 23
0: all right yeah, i think i think that i think that's reasonable and you know, again i you know put some of them small corners on guys like preston williams and davante parker and uh and that's how you get fitzpatrick having next sort of day i think mm. um and they're gonna need and, it and they're yeah so I, I think that i think that's reasonable i think that um you know, there there could be something to that.
1: All right. Well, you can't complain. We gave you a really good preview of the game. We even talked a little bit Clemson and Hurricanes game that has me completely confused. But when we talk to you guys again on Monday, we will recap this game. And who knows if it went really bad, we could be talking about the the debut of Tuatonga Baloa, maybe.
0: If it goes really bad, we're going to be talking about how stupid we are for picking uh, for picking the Dolphins over the 49ers. That's what we're going to be talking about.
1: Yeah, but you know, all these other teams in town are winning and our ours is the only one that's languishing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: with the Jets and well, yeah. the Jets are behind us actually. So, Oof. at least we're not as bad as they are, all right? Yeah.
0: We're not as bad as the Jets. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. See you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean or your usual podcast provider.